0: I tune into the HCCU Sports Lab to see if my team want to log. If they loud, I'm quiet as a mouth. But if they want, she tell, uh, I'ma do the dab. yeah. Dr. Cavill, he know what he be talking about. To my control, they know what they be talking about. They compress the analytic data with your hip-hop. If you know them like I know them, they gon' tell you if your team, if they want to log. Yeah, move so listen to Professor, yes sir, yes sir, and pay attention because yes, he going
1: to teach a lesson. Yes. All right, yeah, intro running. Give us a countdown because we can't see it.
2: Oh, and you're live.
1: Yeah. This is Dr. Dr. Bill inside about.
3: the HBC Sports Lab with Mike Washington, and Charles Bishop. Mike Washington, and Charles Bishop out on assignment. So this is like one of those cheap lectures. I see some of the folks uh, had signed the role and they ran out of here on their way out. I'm walking down the hall and like come on back to class. We finna get it on. We finna get it
1: on. Drew, how are you so doing go- today? You, you know, it's somebody in the bathroom, Doc. They they, they saw the hair covered down the hall, like, oh crap, let me go to the bathroom <laughs> right quick so you don't see. <laughs> exactly. This is Dr. Bill inside the HBC Sports Lab. Welcome
3: to episode 420 of Inside the HBC Sports Lab Radio Show and Podcast, the show that's covering the sporting HBCU Dash for all things HBCU sports for institutions large and small. From the NEIA to the NCAA, we share insights and information on the HBCU sports culture. HBCU athletic aesthetics facilitate the story of HBCU athletic programs and the business of HBCU sports. I'm your host, Dr. Kenyatta along with my co-host today is none other than A.D. Drew, Mike Washington, Charles Bishop. As you know, my co-hosts are out on assignment, as I said, we're filming from, from our home studios and sending a signal live to KCH 1230 AM studios with the Texas Radio Hall of Famer, multi-hall of famer in the beautiful home of Texas Southern University from Houston, Texas. You know, as a professor, sometimes associate dean, academic affairs, as that's going on, oftentimes the uh, job calls for special duties. So, you know, a little timing issue there, but we're ready to go. With that being said, let's get into it before we take our first break we should have some great talk coming on after that. But, Drew, what's on your mind for HBCU Sports? Block? Well, man, I didn't get ready to talk to you this week. Obviously, you are out on assignment on Sports Wrap this week, so I'm sure you're glad to get a little mic in your hand. Tell us what's on your mind.
1: Actually, I came in for the last segment of the Sports Wrap we gave out we that's gave true. our overs and unders for, but that didn't uh, count,
3: man. It wasn't like you were there the full time. That's like you doing what I did. You coming in the back of the class. I know you got so your. You, I know you tenure track. We didn't put you on the tenure track, but you can't do that. You can't do that. We're gonna die. Nah, you, we're
1: gonna write you up. That, I, what would what, it take three for you to uh, for you to lose your job? I I can do one every now and then. Yeah, <laughs>
3: no, nah, you, you you got a three year preve. You know we don't reevaluate really until after the third year. Okay. see if you're a good fit. So if you do everything else correct, this will be a fond memory, and it'll, it'll go out the other side.
1: All right. But getting into the news, Dr. Cavill, and I'm not – I did watch – what day is this? See, my day is running together. This is Thursday. I did watch Tuesdays inside the HBCU Sports Lab. Uh, uh, good show with you guys. And you. I don't think you guys covered SWAT soccer. No, we did not. OK, see, to tell you, I, I really was watching either that or I fell asleep during that segment. But with that <laughs> being said, the SWAC has announced its 2023 preseason poll and all SWAC soccer team uh, voted on by the league's head coaches and sports information directors. Grandma State Beatrice Coretis was tabbed as the offensive player of the year. Teammate Adriana Pratt was uh, tabbed as the defensive player of the year. Carolyn Judge is the preseason midfielder of the year. Texas Southern's Jaden Christophe is it Christophe or did they lead the R off? I don't know if it's Christophe, Christoph, or Christopher. Christoph. Christoph. It is Christoph. Okay. Thanks. So. Thank you, Jaden Christoph. Is a preseason goalkeeper of the year. Quickly going down the predicted uh order of finish, Dr. Cavill. That 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 school in Mississippi is predicted number one with nine first place votes, 137 points. That being Jackson State. The team on the bluff is predicted second in Southern 105 points, one first place vote. Interesting. Grambling State picked third. 99 points, but two first-place votes, Dr. Cavill. Uh Alabama State, fourth. Texas Southern, fifth. Alabama AM 6th Prairie View, seventh. Alcorn, eighth. UAPB, nine. S- explain this. Not explain. Explain this. Valley comes in 10th with 34 points, but gets a first-place vote. <laughs> but you can't vote for you. But if, from what I know about the rules, for all of these, in this conference, you cannot vote for yourself. Some conferences, you can vote for yourself. But in this conference, for everything that I've seen, you cannot vote for yourself. So somebody, I don't know if that's a protest vote or an honest vote, but somebody <laughs> voted valid at one. Yeah, uh, that's
3: interesting. Person. Yeah, the, the rules normally at the conference, unless they changed it, for the longest, you know, you could not vote for yourself. So it's interesting that's somebody thinks Valley is going to go on a, mar- a major tear compared to what everybody else thinks. I thought it was also interesting when you talk about offensive player of the year, defensive player of the year, midfielder player of the year, all from ground and state, right? But they are picked third overall. They do have two first-place votes. So it's fascinating to see that talent level, but people do not necessarily see it as closing out in terms of their preseason prediction of winning the SWAC. One more
1: interesting thing, Dr. Gaville, usually, you know, with soccer, with defense, the team with the best goalkeeper, according to the polls, your school, Texas Southern, is only picked to finish fifth. So that's – I also find that kind of odd because I don't care how good of a strike it is, if you don't have a keeper in the on the backside in soccer, your office is only going to take you so, so far. Your keeper will win you more games than your striker will in soccer.
3: Now, this is the other question. Obviously, with the expansion, Bethune, Cookman, and FAMU, they don't have women's soccer. But you're talking about a diverse population, the connection, closeness to the Caribbean, the influence on Florida, particularly the African-American black community down there. It's fascinating uh, that that opportunity – Uh, is not provided for the student athletes uh, because uh, the universities haven't offered it. It'd be interesting to see, is there some consideration, uh, at least from what you have heard directly with FAMU, maybe you can talk about Bethune-Cookman, about them even considering uh, soccer coming into the fold?
1: I have not heard any rumblings of it. I don't think it's a big demand, at least from the alumni of the Orange and Green, that they uh, add soccer, you know, will the alumni are focused on getting the tennis program back before uh, even thinking about adding a soccer program. And speaking of soccer, and I know we're getting ready to go to break, I think it's almost a shame that soccer or football, as they call it in the motherland, being the world's most popular sport, is not offered on the men's side by 99% of our HBCUs because I think that would be a great way for us to diversify our uh, student body on campus by offering men's soccer. You think about how many people we would get from the islands and from the continent of Africa, in addition to Europeans uh, playing soccer for our HBCU institutions. While baseball may be the most diverse sport on a lot of our campuses, I think soccer, if added, would be a close number two, if not surpass baseball on most of our campuses as far as diversity.
3: Great points. Uh, when you look at the GCAC, you look at your NIA programs. Uh, Xavier just started their soccer programs, men's and women's, and the uh, uh, men opened up with a win as they started the season. Uh, women are doing well down there with a couple of victories. But you see several teams when you look at the HBCUs and the Red River Athletic Conference. Uh, you see some of the independent uh, NIA programs, including uh, Florida Memorial. I know more, I know
4: exactly. more house, I know. They,
3: have, they have men's and women's soccer. So it's interesting you see it at that level. And I think they see it as a value in terms of the enrollment, as you just talked about. But other than Howard in terms on the men's side, uh, they're the only ones left at the Division One level. You don't even see them as much as you used to at the Division II level. You had Morehouse uh, used to have it. They got into some probation. Morehouse problem. still had.
1: Yeah. They, and uh, so they, they brought it
3: back. back and then yes. Alabama a and used to have it as a Division One, which used to be a huge matchup when Alabama AM and and Howard would play. Uh, but you don't see that anymore. So one final question before we get into this break, I, I would like to ask you this. We were talking about on the women's side. Uh, but what about more HBCUs at the division one level um, considering uh, playing soccer, football, the world's game at the men's level in regards to what that looks like? What are your just general overall thoughts in regards to is that something that you would like to see? Obviously, we know uh, there will be some financial uh, restraints in terms and maybe some guardrails that prevent that to happen. But what are your overall thoughts? and maybe seeing that come to fruition
1: at some point, sometime. And I'll just nerd out for a moment, uh, Dr. Cavill, when I do this, and I'm going to try to be as brief as possible, but soccer could be a revenue generator for the school. And I don't mean selling tickets to fill up the stadium, but the fact that soccer is not going to be a full scholarship sport That means those players who come and play soccer at your institution are going to be paying tuition and a scholarship at that level is basically a rebate or a coupon off of your tuition. So if I could bring uh, a roster of 25 to 30 varsity soccer players to an institution, obviously you multiply that by the cost of enrollment at your institution, add in whatever you're for housing and meal plans, you know, especially for our smaller HBCUs, you're going to, you're going to make more money just on the tuition portion that you're going to spend out uh, on the scholarships and, and everything else. If it would at least be a break even when you add the travel and everything else, but, Unfortunately, people don't look at their total financial package. They just look at athletic expense, athletic revenue, and it does and it doesn't add up instead of total revenue, total expense surrounding the student. Great uh,
3: point. Because as you're saying, similar to baseball, even if you just have a third of your roster earning scholarships, it means you have two thirds that are playing in full position that likely would not be at the institution other than sports. Great point. Let's get into our first break we'll come back on the other side we'll get into some great dialogue again appreciate those that are joining us no again uh coming in here starting the lab a little later but we're ready and we're rolling now stick with us. We'll be right back after this first break
2: no nope.
1: no come on him
2: oh i like him
5: Quicker Picker Upper. Bounty picks up messes quicker. And each sheet is two times more
6: absorbent, so you can use less. He's an eight.
2: He's a nine.
6: Bounty, the Quicker Picker Upper.
2: Supermarket sushi, really? No.
4: Wait, Troy, you work here?
2: I'm never not working. Like head and shoulder scalp shield technology, up to 100% dandruff protection, even between washes. Never not working, huh? Oh, Troy, you're such a good teacher. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Never not working. Never not working. Never, ever not working. Are you serious? Never not working. Standard protection that's never not working. Head and shoulder scalp shield technology.
5: It's never too early to plant the seed, to share the tradition and instill a sense of pride in your HBCU with your little ones. HBCU Pride and Joy Children's Boutique helps you share your school spirit with a wide selection of adorable kids apparel and accessories officially licensed from your favorite HBCU. Visit hbcupridejoy.com, and follow us on all social media at HBCU Pride Joy on Facebook and Twitter.
2: Stillman College is an HBCU in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, where we prepare students for a different world. Stillman is a college of distinction for last year and this year. Our largest majors are Business and Biology, followed closely by psychology, criminal justice, and history for pre-law, communications, English, and religion. Our newest degree programs are in the Department of Computational Sciences, which covers cybersecurity, data analytics, and math. The Biomedical Academy prepares students for competitive entry into health professions and graduate programs. We have established summer biomedical research internships with major research institutions, such as the University of Alabama, Drexel and Temple Universities in Philadelphia, the Salk Institute in San Diego, California, and the Universities of Florida, Indiana, and Iowa. We became creative with social distancing and masks for the pandemic. Our students enjoy movie nights at the stadium and the new Melissa N. Davis Legacy Courtyard where you can eat and enjoy friends. We have the Divine Nine Greek Letter Organizations, student government leadership, and ambassadors. Our small class sizes, nurturing faculty, and friendly environment let you know that Black Lives Matter at Stillman College each and every day. Applications are free. Sign up at discover.stillman.edu. Complete the contact card and apply today. Stillman College where we prepare students. A different world.
0: Compress analytic data with your hip hop. If you know them like I know him, they're gonna tell you if your team, if they want a lot of who the ball? So listen to Professor, yes sir, yes sir, and pay attention. Is he gonna teach a, is a lesson. Bill with Inside the HBC Sports Lab running the show with
3: AD Drew one of the best pinch hitters in the game. Uh, the sixth man coming off that bench, man, he'll let it fly. And he'll put up them threes, and he'll get them real fast. Teams be in trouble. Either you coming back from behind, or he going to stretch out that lead. But, boy, he, he talking about a game changer. Uh, he's He going to get it done for you. But I have the privilege of bringing back these guys. We're going to start up on our Sunday show as well. But what's really important, they finna start that X's and O next Saturday, right there for that Miak Swag Challenge. It's coming. Uh, and we got some more data on this Miak Swag matches. People have been talking about it, but shout out to HPCU Yard Talk. He went into his pocket analytics and did some data. So we're gonna start there uh, right after we talk a little bit about this show and the debut. I'm excited about this. Uh, tried to get on Erica, who was the um, third lady that is involved that's going to try to hold y'all down and make sure y'all don't go. <laughs> I don't know, based on what happened last night on HBCU <laughs> nightly, shoot, she might hold her own. Uh, he <laughs> B.J. Jones just had to take off the steering wheel, laugh a little bit. I just went and turned down the thing. I went and brushed my teeth for the night and got ready. I was like, all right, they'll bring you back sometime. <laughs> but <laughs> fast I love it. Good stuff. How you gentlemen doing? B.J. Jones, how you doing?
4: Man, doing good, Doc man. Just um as you can see, man, the offense working, man, and um man, it's getting close to football season, man. Uh helping out one of my boys as a defense coordinator here, man, helping him doing a little, you know, gotta gotta stay fresh, man. So you see I'm doing a little analyst work for him. Nice. Uh but yeah, man, just just really man, just uh really count down, man. Count down, man. We almost there.
3: Ad Drew Joshua,
4: you see him crack this smile when he said his
5: football season almost here. He couldn't he, he, he hold it back. He that's that, That's that. Uh, that's that defensive coordinator in him, man. He can't hold it back, man. They start coming out there. Like he look like
3: he's somebody through the through
1: the, through the street. <laughs> he got he got the corner blitzes coming and and, and all the uh, stunts and twists up front, man. Uh, no come on, Joshua.
3: Just take do, them just them do the trips all left. you us know? just do them all left. Hey.
4: Hey, Joshua, seen some of my playbook, man. He'll tell you, man, it's wicked. wicked. <laughs> it's wicked. It is
5: wicked. You better oh, have God. your mind right. <laughs> you oh, better dude. have your mind right, for sure. With that saying, Joshua, how how you doing today? Man, man, I'm blessed the highly favored, Doc, man. Headed back to the Queen City. Uh, Just left 1801 Family Street. I'm full. I'll just say that. I'm full. And what I seen today, what I seen today, has got me feeling real good. I'm, 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 I'm chomping at the bit. We still a couple weeks out from North Carolina Central playing ball, but man, this time next week, we'll be getting ready to watch some college, some HBCU college football, man. I, I'm, I'm so excited, man. I'm like a kid at a candy store right now.
3: Man, I see. I hadn't quite seen you smile like that either. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's easy, that time of the year. lately now you're on your couch and you got the smooth light in the background. You get to see a little bit more smooth. But you know, I, I'm just saying, like man, I, I
5: can't. can't mess with you these, these young folks thinking off their points they running now. I try to keep the GQ smooth on nightly and then I come and then I go <laughs> everywhere else. You know what I'm saying? You know how you do, you know, you know mama told I'm a company come around. You know what I'm mean? <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I'm
3: glad. This is a beautiful thing. Uh, yes, uh, with that being said, before I let Drew come in there and follow up with a question, like I said, we're going to get into some analytics, HBCU yard talk. He showed out in terms of the Instagram. He put it out there, so we're going to do what we do. But uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't give you some time to kind of talk about X's and O's, starting with you, Joshua. You know, what are your thoughts? I know we talked about this early and teased it out some, but now it's almost here you
5: know can you give us some idea of what this first episode is going to be about yeah man this is this is uh this is going to be uh, you know first take meets high noon saturday morning we're coming on saturday mornings to get the entire diaspora the entire hbc football mm-hmm. nation prepared for game day you know uh you know every other facet of college football has a pregame a game day show where they get to bring in the best and the brightest and we did the exact same thing here. Uh, I, I would be remiss if I didn't shout you out, Doc. The brainchild behind us coming together and bringing this thing together, man. Seriously, me and BJ talk about this all the time, that this show and this concoction of an idea that is going to be huge, man. Everybody is so excited about it. Everybody's excited about bringing my brother BJ, myself, and our great sister Erica to the stage, man, to be able to really bring together a great show and want to make sure I definitely salute you, as we always will, man, salute you for bringing this idea together for us and us kind of taking this thing and we took this thing to the mountaintop and now we ready to show everybody what we've been back in the kitchen cooking up.
3: Man, I I can't wait. Um, All goes to you all. Obviously, y'all just allow me to play a small part of bringing you all to the world. Uh, but the talent is you all. It's all about what you bring. Like I said, I can't wait. I'm excited about what this is, what it looks like, what it's going to be. From that perspective, let me get your thoughts, B.J. Jones. Obviously, uh, you in line with all this, but what component are you going to bring out there uh, to the world to see in terms of X's and O's?
4: Man, like Josh said, man, first I want to say thank you, Doc. It, it was doc being the mad scientist in the lab, you know, that really, you know, concocted this thing, man. Um, so man, we definitely appreciate you doc. Um, and we appreciate, appreciate B, uh, BCSN, man, Roy and everybody, uh, just giving us the opportunity to even come on. Um, yeah, I mean, it's like, you, like if you heard us last night, man, when me and Josh talked X's and O's I always have to say, Hey man, I don't want to bore y'all, but we, we, we get deep down in it. And, um, you know, two guys, man. Josh, you know, at the time was one of the youngest, you know, office coordinators in the state of North Carolina. Um, at the same time, I was one of the youngest defensive coordinators in the state of Alabama. Um, so you know, just us to have that that dynamic. You know, you know, one guy played in the SWAC, one guy played in the MEAC, and uh, and Erica, man, as you see, man, she she, she, can, she can go play. with us, man. She can, she can go with us. So we just thought, man, that combination. Uh, would just be, you know, must see TV and, and we got big things planned for it and, and just thank you everybody that's been messaging me last night and today, you know, asking about it, man. We we really appreciate you guys uh in advance for, for tuning in and making this thing as big as um uh, it can be.
3: Certainly. Um before that Southwest by South by Southwest uh, you also put something together with Erica, give me an opportunity to be on the platform. BJ Jones is going to be in the mix. Uh, but if you would, Joshua, we'll talk a little bit about that and share that for folks that may not have heard it yet, uh, where they can go to make sure they support this effort, and why is it important?
5: Yeah, Doc, we are, you know, X and O's is a phenomenal show. But above that, Uh, myself, BJ, and Erica, we have built what we believe to be a network. It's a different style of a network. It's not necessarily the network from, you know, you turn on the television and you can see something coming on, 24-hour programming standpoint. But it's a network that allows for us to be able to utilize each other as resources. And so, man, this South by Southwest opportunity um, is, is something that allows for us to take the gospel that is HBCU sports and, you know, really the, the study of HBCU sports and, and really our perspectives on HBCU sports and athletics, in particular, through the ball, through the valve of football and really be able to present this thing to the world. You know, all three of us will always be involved together in all of these things that we're doing because we know that we're better together. And so, you know, the same thing applies, but. We also had a distinguished opportunity to bring the general, Dr. Cavill, in on this. And that brings some legitimacy to us coming together. We really are coming together as a network, building something brand new. But when you have a giant and you have a person like a Dr. Cavill that is willing to express himself and bring himself into the fold, and all it is is a phone call to ask, man, you absolutely take advantage of that. So uh, if you can, man, go to either of our Twitters, go to HBCUnightly.com or go to HBCNightly, uh and follow our Twitter page as well as follow my sister Erica, as well as follow my brother BJ. And you can be able to go in there to go to South by Southwest and vote for us to be able to have a panel there. My brother BJ will be there if he can. We know we have to put stuff in advance with B because B got a, a tight schedule. And then same thing with Dr. Cavill, if, if he can make it as well. Um, but we absolutely want to be able to take this gospel on the road. And we absolutely appreciate anybody who vote. It costs nothing for you to vote. Please go to the South by Southwest panel picker you'll see hbcu nightly on there you'll see the hbcu sports um topic that we're talking about and please vote for us and then share it man share it to your family your friends and if you love the work that we're doing as a collective man all of us together no matter the show no matter the thing no matter the network if you love this work that we're doing and you want us to be able to take this gospel on the road please show us some love and give us a vote yeah
3: very humble gentleman you talk about this ad drew uh joined us in terms of the professorship. He enjoyed this. Uh, doing a panel discussion at NAS, NASS, NASS, N-A-S-S uh, Sports Sociologist. Uh, I have a panel. Uh, then we actually do an abstract. We have a professor, uh, Dr. Jeremy Cheats from Alabama AM. Uh, we have Howard Henderson, uh, Texas Southern University, uh, and Charles Bishop, obviously a doctoral candidate here. Uh, We're putting a presentation together uh, in terms of titled the HBCU ecosystem, the Mm. HBCU sports culture in the digital media space. Um, So we're doing a presentation and I took advantage of the fact that we have the social media platform. So looking at my show, what it means in terms of uh, streaming radio, but I was pleased, uh, was pleased that I was able to add HBCU nightly curated by Joshua Sims, Charlotte, North Carolina, and this older show called Free Mix Radio, the original mixtape radio show out of Washington, D.C. So we're talking about the engagement in the hip-hop form of seeing the social media platforms of HBCUs is almost as if they were hip-hop mixtapes. And so that's the framework we're looking at in that space. So just let you know that what you're doing is empowering and it's translated in terms of the academic space. So y'all are doing more than y'all ever would know in regards to being recorded in history. So I wanted to bring that out on this platform. Let's take our second break. We'll come back on the other side. We'll really get back into it after nerding out a little bit. Uh, and we'll get into a little bit of more talk about the analytics and the spaces of MIAC swack matchups since 2000, courtesy of HBC Yard Talk that put some data out there. Shout out to my man, Instagram. We're going to come back. And uh, BJ Jones has kind of put the data out there before, but we have some more work. So we'll see what everybody thinks on the other side. Stick with us after this second break.
0: It's been difficult because I hadn't been able to see my grandchildren. An expression on someone's face when you do
5: something nice for them. I miss all my friends in school. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision about COVID-19 vaccine.
2: Charmin Ultra Soft has so much cushiony softness, it's hard for your family to remember they can use less.
6: Sweet pillars of softness. This is soft. Holy Charmin. Oh, excuse me. Roll it back, everybody. Sorry. Charmin Ultra Soft is so cushiony soft, you'll want more. But it's so absorbent, you can use less. So it's always worth it. Now, what did we learn about using less? You gotta roll it back, everybody. <laughs> we all go. Why not enjoy the go with Charmin?
2: Let's get back to getting ticks instead of watching flicks. Before we can
3: safely get out there, we need the facts on COVID-19 vaccines. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision for yourself and for your crew.
6: Five-star backyards, Yellowwood brand pressure-treated pine if it doesn't have this yellow tag. You don't want it.
5: Maureen is saving big holiday shopping at Amazon, so now she's free to
4: become Maureen the Marrier. Food is her love language, and she really loves her grandson, like really
5: loves. The Cuvay Group is a Florida-based marketing and training consulting firm we help businesses communicate to their target audience and engage them in conversation. We also help to expand their audiences, which will ultimately result in growth for those organizations. In addition to being a Certified Constant Contact Specialist, my colleagues and I are also certified in John Maxwell Leadership Principles. We use these proven principles to conduct workshops, training, and private coaching sessions for individuals and companies looking to take things to the next level. Contact us to schedule a free consultation. Issues today, don't delay. Call Cuvée. Um,
6: can I get the now bar, please? One dollar. Have a good one. You got it.
4: Hey, what's going on? Hey. hey let me get a now bar. Sure. One dollar.
6: Appreciate
2: it. got it. When times get dark, we can't see the help that's all around us. Let 211 be your guiding light for mental health and other resources. Call 211 or visit 211.org.
0: Press the analytic data with your hip hop. If you know them, like I know them, they gon' going to tell you if your team, if they want to laugh and the So listen to Professor Yes, sir, yes, and sir. pay attention. Boy, is he going to teach mean, a lesson.
3: lesson. <laughs> this is Dr. Bill <laughs> inside H T C HEC Lab. I'm going to tell Mike, you talk about it in the picture. I got one coming up with character that we're going to put on the shirt. Wait till we come up with those. Oh, I can't those wait to see I, that. I've been working on it. Oh, yeah. It's going to be big time. We're going to get it to the people. This is Dr. Bill inside the HBC Sports Lab. Mike Washington, Charles Bishop has told you out, but we have none other than A.D. Ju, B.J. Jones, Joshua Sims Sr. In regards to X's and O's, HBCU Nightly, HBCU on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. You can check them out on Twitter and do their thing. With that being said, there's been some talk over the last couple of weeks about MIAC versus SWAC, head-to-head records uh, overall. Obviously, some of this kind of jumped back to the forefront during the SWAC media days when the commissioner, Dr. Charles McCullough, was asked the question, and he went in and talked about the scheduling philosophy and how that may hinder or uh, uh, how he wanted to see the SWAC step up and understand there should be a focus on the Celebration Bowl in regards to moving it. We, we've had uh, John Grant on. He, he started counting the MEAC Swag challenge from when it moved to Atlanta, which kind of helped the swag <laughs> out, even things up, two and two. You go back, it's been three and three. I told everybody, you start looking at the last six years. I've been a corporate... Uh, but um, a little different when you had the yard HBCU come out here and put it out. there. he decides to tell the world on Instagram after BJ Jones does his little talk. He says the record since 20, 2000, That's twenty zero zero. Miak forty nine. Swag thirty. <laughs> Records includes matchups with former MEAC members Bethune-Cookman, Florida A&M, Hampton, North Carolina a Savannah State. Thank God those folks have moved on, because it might help some.
1: <laughs> we got two schools who might balance the uh might balance the scales a little bit now. You can go to Instagram
3: again. This is the Yard HBCU brother does some good work in the game. He has a second slide that breaks it down even more. That's really fascinating. So I'm going to go to you first, 80 Drew, first since uh, you have the blessings of being the MIAC as a fan, a fan of FAMU, and then being in the squat Currently, as a fan, obviously a FAMU. So you got the duality in seeing both sides. So we're going to go to you that you check this out. So he has a breakup of the current MIAC schools, which is Delaware State. 0-1, Howard is 3-5, Norfolk State is 0-1. Now, these three schools have at least a winning record. Morgan State, currently 1-0, North Carolina Central, 3-3, South Carolina State is 9-5. Huh. So we need to do an expansion and go get South Carolina State, and we can switch all of this up. <laughs> we, we'd be fine or oh, we can bring in North Carolina Central we certainly had no problem since you're talking about this mega conference super conference, that's stop all that you just get rid of the folks <laughs> you just bring them in you, you, you can't beat them, join them point you, the SEC, Big 10 Big 12, you just go take them away and kill them <laughs> <laughs> kill me. <them. laughs> On the new that's how we do this. So, uh-huh. so you get into former members, Uh, and maybe this will help us since we got two of the former members because they just killing folks. But Cookman is twelve and two, <laughs> so everybody be talking to us about Thorne Cookman. You better hope lead that sleeping dog alive, because <laughs> if he wake up, not only would they might have a problem in terms of cooking it in the squat. They certainly gonna handle business against me. Y'all mm-hmm. Joshua not say all this all the time. If you listen to HBC nightly, they'll tell you. And he told you even when all this stuff was coming up. Be careful, y'all don't know about the Bethune. Because he said he don't want the battle with him. He know. FAMU might be a little tighter, but they eight and seven. Hampton did everybody want to bury over the dirt? They said, don't forget, it's too fast. We five and two. We did our part. North mm-hmm. Carolina A&T handled kind of business, eight and three. Um, that includes the celebration, bowl. Did some damage outside of that, too. I will say that prayer View made sure though when we played a t we took care of business. That wasn't our fault. Nevada <laughs> 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 the State, they go. They were 0-1. Uh, what? North Carolina a t won, what, five celebration bowls? How many? Four? Four. Yeah, I know you won't say their name. I just want to get the record, so they were four and over there, so that means they're four and three, even outside of that. So, even outside of yeah. the celebration bowl, they still have a winning record to handle the business. Now, on to the swag. Alabama State, four and six. The Braves, all state, surprisingly, in terms of what they've done lately, some people will talk about them in terms of the big three. Big four when they wanna add it up. They're two and five. Mm. Arkansas Pine Bluff, they need a little work. They own three. But throwing mm. come says joining the squat. We, we need to trade y'all back. Y'all did us better than y'all did yeah. They own two. to Fam you though, know, they hold it on. Fam, you, whatever you go, we good with Fam you two and oh. Grand mistake. Big bad jeep, men, they say they the they part of that big three. It ain't when it comes to playing to me at three and six Jackson State. All they know is they want to talk about four and ten. Oh man, they don't need to say anything to anybody anymore. Keep your smack talk in the sweat because it don't work outside of it. Mm. Mississippi Valley, we know what that's about. They even at least got one, they won in four. they won one game. We ain't going to talk about who that was against. Texas Southern, out of Houston. Big man Houston. Two and four. Oh, oh my goodness. And they, uh, we'll leave that alone. So, yeah, three schools that have winning records or at least non-losing records. Alabama A&M, they're three and three. Everybody want to sleep on fan mute. I mean, prayer you. Don't talk about no fans or whatever. We have a winning record against the MiAc. We're two and one. Mm. Southern. DJ Jones, you can be proud of this. They lead 75. They have they a business. So one of the big three is some people like they the only one that can officially keep their moniker as the big three. Everybody else, <laughs> I don't want to hear nothing else. Drew, <laughs> all that I talked about. What do you
1: say, he? Uh. Interesting. I'm trying uh, <laughs> no way to start. I'm, I want to start with the Florida schools. And I was doing some uh some research while you were while you were on uh while you were going through all of this, Dr. Caville. And South Carolina State is the common opponent of both the Florida schools. The two years that they have left and gone to the SWAT, they have both schools have played South Carolina State each year. FAMU, 2 0. Bethune, 0 2. So, of that 9 5 record against South, Car- uh, South Carolina State with the SWAT, two of those victories came by their former mate. So, that 9 3 against the rest of y'all let keep that in mind. A <laughs> hey, nine three against the rest of y'all. y'all. Y'all say we ain't got no swag hours. We done earned a couple of swag hours.
6: 73. So
1: like seven seven yeah, yeah 73 without the two Florida schools. So, you know, that's just, just something to keep in mind. But uh, I, I think it's interesting, but
5: it's
3: now, they can to we, start, what's can we start counting this from the last two years when all the changes made? Because I don't want to go back.
1: <laughs> and, 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 and see, I'm I, I'm torn because you know I I, I was beat. I've been beat. my whole. I know what life.
3: I know what to say. We're gonna do pre swag until, until twenty twenty expansion post expansion. That's how we're gonna look at. it. We need to start over. We gonna so, do the.
1: <laughs> we need to. With that being said. Let me go to BJ hey, Jones. Hey, I'm just 30. gonna put it like this. It's like it's like you was my boy until you married my sister. Now I mean you might not be getting along like we used to, because you're the married my <laughs> sister now. That's what this, that's what this move has been like, man. <laughs> I feel
3: you. I'm gonna save Joshua Sims for last since he he gets to kind of <laughs> gloat about this a little bit. So BJ Jones, uh, you've been saying this for a minute. Usually you've been talking about more in terms of non-conference historically white colleges but hell oh, you can do it with hbcus as well based on this data uh what are your thoughts
4: um I knew it was I knew it was pretty bad you know um, you know I did the, the first one um the research up until 2019 and I said you know I was gonna do it in the next few years um yeah I knew it was bad um I knew it was bad that's why when people started talking you know the meac this the meac that the meac this you know I asked them are you talking about What's on the field, you're talking about everything outside of that. Um, cause I think a lot of times we get caught up on how many people showed up and how many people tailgate, and the band was jamming, and we we, we equate that to better. Uh, and I, I look at what happened between the lines. You know, everything else is just just the pageantry. Um, so, you know, like I said, it, it, it's about why I thought it was.
3: That's why we call you X's and O's <laughs> over the field. Hey, man, at least we can say we won the band battle. Come on, tailgate. That's all. Up. We got most spirit. We're going to fill it up, and then we're going to leave out the disappointment. Except for a you, Southern, Prairie View, Alabama, AM, and now family. The rest of y'all, y'all got some work to do. With that being said, before I come to you, Josh Williams, let me give you a little more to, to show your teeth with. <laughs> Overall, me, x challenge record. You know, like I said, we talked last two years since it moved to Atlanta, it's two two. So we're doing a little better, three three since the last six series. But overall, Miak eleven, Swag five, Miak Swag Challenge Celebration Bowl. Uh, people have pretty much noticed. when seven games. Thank good, thank God. You know, two thousand was canceled. Because <laughs> overall celebration bowl record is 6-1 meat.
5: What you say, Josh? Our, um, well, listen, man, I I am I'm, I'm not one to go because we you. we got one on there. We got two of them on there. Let's just keep it. We got two of them on there that we absolutely feel like we should have. Now one of them Against Prairie View. One of the males we took against Prairie View. And that was rightfully so. They came and beat us. All right, that's just what it is. They came and took care of it.
3: B.J. Jones, they don't want to say no love to Prairie View. We do our part.
5: <laughs> we got to get the
3: White College non yeah. conference SPS wins too.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah man, I Luke, when
3: you talk yeah. about them non conference games, make sure you show some love for Prairie View.
5: CBJ yeah. do his Jones do his thing, man. A lot of people have a short-term memory when it come to PV. We, we just can't win games in the conference. Yeah. We can't win big yeah. games in the conference. Yeah. Outside of that we fine. We might just need to move y'all, bring y'all over to the MIAC,
3: right? There you go.
5: Well, take in the good team from the <laughs> yeah, okay. back. We'll we yeah, take PV. Matter of fact, we'll take PV. And if Bethune ain't working out in the conference, we'll take Bethune back too. You know what I'm saying? We'll take Bethune back too. But look, man, <laughs> all jokes aside- the
6: Swag
3: man, expansion now is me expansion. They gonna take everybody. We need it. We gonna take
5: everybody we can get. But look, all jokes aside, man, when you look at when you look at this, it boils down to a lot of what my brother, BJ, was talking about. And and I'm I'm still learning how to operate with my family and my my kin that's on the other side that's in SWAT country. You see, it's easy for me and my brother BJ, me and you, Doc, me and you, AD, Charles and Mike, it's easy for me to connect with y'all because we keep it focused on the game. And where it's about the when it's about the marching sport, we keep it focused on the marching sport. I can categorically understand and stay focused on whatever it is we trying to stay focused on when we having a conversation. And just sometimes my SWAC family outside of y'all, they like to go all over the place, all over the place. And like my grandfather used to say, go around the mulberry bush to try to avoid us having this conversation. This conversation is about when the clock got. X amount of time on it to when the clock got all zeros on it from first whistle to last whistle, what happens? And so we now have enough data and information out there where I won't talk about this no more. All right? We got enough time. Season almost around the corner. Me at Swag Challenge next week. There goes another opportunity for it not to be a 19-win differential in the 2000s, for it to maybe be an 18-win differential in the 2000s. Right, that's gonna be a big time ball game. But I will say this, and I'm gonna say it while I look in the camera, while I'm also looking on the road. Mississippi Valley State, I promise you, we owe y'all. We owe y'all. <laughs> <laughs> 2021.
4: 2021. Hey, well, we, we, y'all. Out, <laughs> we
3: close out
4: this segment. We'll
3: come back and do a close to the show in the last segment. Uh, let me get in here, the last one. Uh, Celebration Bowl era records. This is looking at all the miac Swag uh, miac matchups since the Celebration Bowl era was started in 2015. MIAC 18, SWAC 9.
1: Ooh. So we topped
3: this up all kinds of ways. <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, I, you know, other than looking at the last... Two years, uh, it's tough. It's tough how you look at it. It don't do anything.
1: So, again, it's just miakish, Doc. It's just me yakish.
3: swag swack 49, swag 30. Oh, man. My heart is heavy. My heart is heavy. But <laughs> well, that's it. Let's take our last break and come back on the other side. We got to talk about something else. <laughs> Let's talk about something else.
5: <laughs> This is Coles Brown, letting you know that we're on the move. You can now catch the Coles Brown Show beginning this July on the Black College Sports Network each and every Saturday from 11 to 1 Eastern Time. That's 10 to 12 Central Time. Same time, new place. On Facebook at the Coles Brown Show and Black College Sports Network, Online at www.mybcsn.net and on the BCSN app available on Google Play and the Apple App Store. At Hampton Law, our primary goal is to provide non traditional yet effective solutions and redefine the approach to client legal concerns. As your trusted legal advisor, we believe in sophisticated, personalized services that eliminate the confusion and complexity sometimes associated with legal matters. Our high standard for client care and concern, coupled with our extensive legal knowledge and skills, make Hampton Law a resource focused on the protection of the client's interest and overall goals. We value our clients and truly enjoy working with them. Visit THamptonLaw.com to conveniently schedule an appointment online. Tamika Hampton, Esquire, 1631 Rock Springs Road, Suite 336 Apopka, Florida, 407. 407- 494 1471 thamptonlaw.com.
6: This is Ryan Fulford. A.D. Drew and I are co hosts of the BCSN Sports Rap. We talk about all things related to HBCU athletics from the games, teams, coaches, and fan interest stories. We cover it all. You can find our shows on Facebook at BCSN Sports Rap, YouTube at MyJBN Online, and everywhere you listen to podcasts like Anchor, Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. You can also find the show on the Jericho Broadcast Network's app make sure to download. We look forward to you joining the conversation and being a part of the show. From novice to aficionado, find yourself here. High quality cigars plus personal customer service. Slow Burn is Waco's only mobile cigar lounge. Featuring a meticulous curated collection of premium cigars. Visit our website www.slowburnwaco.com com. That's www.slowburnwaco.com
0: Press the analytic data with your hip hop If you know them like I know them They gon' tell you if your team, if they want to loud, laugh they want So listen to Professor Yes, sir, yes, sir. And pay attention, because he gonna teach a lesson This is Dr. Bill with
3: Inside the HBC Sports Lab We good Drew, as I was asking you as we get back into it, we're closing out You know, fall ball and uh, things are about to go live as we talked about to see some of these big-time matchups. Drew, what are you looking for in regards to uh, these practices as you get your last messages, you get some of your interviews, you read your clips, you go and see with your own eyes? Uh, what's on your mind as things start to close out before it gets real?
1: These heat indices across the Southeast and how they may potentially affect the preparation of our teams. You know, once upon a time, you were able to do two-a-days. So, you know, you were going in the morning and then going in the afternoon. Two-a-days are no longer part of collegiate football. So now and now that classes have started on most of our campuses, you're only going to be practicing either five o'clock in the morning if you if you're one of those people who have lights maybe you could go eight nine o'clock at night after the, the sun has gone down but if you're at one of those institutions that do not have lights you're still out there at three four o'clock in the afternoon when it's 96 degrees and the heat index is 110. we all know we know you can't can't do that in high school it gets above a certain level they won't even let you go outside in high school. College, they, they they give you a little bit more freedom, but they still, man, that you don't know, your, your periods don't go as you as the normal structure that you would. You have got to put in extra water breaks, and and different things like that. You have to kind of change your training pattern, and it's a good thing that we are aware of these things nowadays. Probably wasn't that way back when BJ played. Probably wasn't that way back when Josh played. But we are aware of these things more with player safety, but. How is that going to affect the product on the field, especially in this transfer portal era where teams have to, every year, build that chemistry when you're bringing in 20, 25, 30, or you somebody like a Jackson State bringing in almost 50 new players? It's, 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 it's a challenge, and it's going to test these coaches' ability to, to adapt and change.
3: Absolutely. adapt and change, the name of the game. Joshua, what are you looking at this time of the year as things start to get down? And you got a little cheat course. You got to actually see some things today so you can really give me insight in terms of the way things start to change at this time of the year.
5: Yeah, around this time of the year, Doc, uh, there's a there's a minutia, there's a there's a, a a congruence that begins to come together around this time of the year. And you can visibly see it. Uh there's a lot of things that I've noticed inside of programs. And there's a lot of programs I'm paying attention to to see, you know, do you see the confidence in how the guys are approaching it? Or do you see confidence in how they're approaching being walking around campus to AD Drew's point? I mean, class is back in session now. You know, I know at North Carolina Central it was the first week of class this week, and um, I was intentionally down there on the first day of class as well as there today, the just to kind of measure and monitor. You know, is this going to be too much for them? You know, in, in moments like these, you can kind of tell because you are a student athlete, which means that you have to take advantage of a student opportunity first for you to be able to even take advantage of the athlete opportunity. So there's some there's some small little details that you can tell. If you really, really pay attention, you can tell what type of team, a team, A.D. AD Drew talked about, you know, the meshing process of a team, the congruence of a team, the the camaraderie and the chemistry of that during this time time of the year. And with the season getting close together, are you seeing teams, are you seeing players on teams get a little anxious, get a little antsy, right? Are they getting tired of hitting on each other? Are they getting tired of, you know, having to take out or thud up Or just touch up on the guy? Are they like, man, I'm sick and tired of doing this. I'm ready to put some punishment on somebody else. Those things are things that you start to see that you pay attention. And another thing I always like to think about is around this time of the year, are we still seeing guys be just as aggressive as they were around the first couple days of camp? You
6: -hmm. know, are we
5: seeing guys going at each other competing? You know, I'm I'm from the old school, man, from a coaching perspective. I need to see some guys kind of sort of get, in the little argument, a little bit, getting the verbal argument, or possibly somebody get jacked up, somebody get pushed around. I need to see that around this time because that tells me that these players are not becoming of days ago. They're not becoming satisfied, and they are now so irritated with having to play against each other that all they want to do is go take out whatever it is they're feeling on their opposition. So I'm interested to see all of those things, all of those parts, man. And maybe that's just the old ball coach of me that that utilizes those things to make myself excited.
3: Good stuff. BJ,
5: B.J. Jones, I saw you shaking your head in affirmative a lot
4: there. What are your thoughts? I mean, one of the things is, you know, at this time, I've gone through it, josh going through it. The coach will put you in a situation because I, I want to know, how are you going to respond on the direct? Mm. So, man, we're going to have some wet ball practices. We're going to go out there and, and, when, when it's the hottest, uh but particularly man, if you got a kickoff time that's like a four a four thirty or a three thirty that first weekend, you gonna have to practice in some heat to get used to it. You know, I I, I wanna see who's mentally tough, you know, at this particular time. And, and that's when you see you you know who you can rely on, who's gonna be your, your guys. And you know, uh, you know, around about this time of camp, this is usually when you see a lot of the fights. This is usually when you see a lot of the fights. So guy's are a little bit frustrated, man. You're tired of, you know, Catlett's gotten a little monotonous. Um, But, you know, right now you're looking at, hey, the errors that we made a week ago, are we still making those errors? Are, are we getting better? Mm-hmm. Uh, are we still jumping off sides? Are, are the receivers still dropping uh, passes? You know, are the quarterbacks still they, they, are they making the best decisions? Are we making the, the right calls on the back end of, of, of the defense? So those are all things that you're looking to see um, at this time. It's, it's like this is the budding up process because, uh, you know, after this, for most people, man, you're going right into the install game week, This game prep. And, and you know, once you get there, man, the hay is in the barn. Oh, you you know, we're building off of everything we did in camp. Um, so th- that's what coaches are looking at right now. I like it. Like it. Good stuff.
3: That'll do it for us today. Thank all the lab listeners for joining us, coming through. Uh, getting in it as we started class, we got through the lecture. I want to thank A.D. Drew, B.J. Jones, Joshua Sims Sr., X's and O's with Erica coming to you. Get ready for that. Obviously, check out B.J. Jones on Twitter, Josh Sims on Twitter as well. That's Tuesday and Wednesday, respectively. Check out their shows as they give you heart to heaven. Make sure you check out uh, A.D., Drew, and Brian as they get it done on Sunday, Extended Mix, get you ready for the work week or close out the week, whichever way you want to see it uh, as they get it done with the sports wrap, check out our ONG uh, BCSN. Uh, we have programs coming out. Make sure you go check out BCSN and tap in to celebrate 25 years as we get it done with BCSN. With that being said, I want to say thank you for listening to inside the HBC sports lab. Make sure you share our podcast with your friends and colleagues. I am doctor Kenyatta the Dean of HBCU Sports, coming from inside the lab in the College of HBCU Sports, Mike Washington, and Charles Bishop. Also make sure you check out Carlos Brown on Saturday. Again, we want to thank you for listening to Dr. Bill's Inside the HBCU Sports Lab with Mike Washington, Charles Bishop, every Tuesday and Thursday at 6 o'clock Central Standard Time. We look forward to next week as we discuss the latest in the lab. Follow me, doctor Kenyatta is that's D-R-K-E-N-Y-A-T-T-A-C-A-V-I-L. That's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, D-R-K-E-N-Y-A-T-G-A-C-A-V-I-L. Inside the HBC Sports Lab 1 on Twitter. That's Facebook and YouTube is Inside the HBC Sports Lab. Dream big. Continue to move forward. We will talk with you soon. A.D. Drew. Of course. D.J. Jones. Thanks, you. Josh Sims Sr.
5: Dismissed. Have a like.